We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Blue Wire. First pick in the 1991 NBA draft, the Charlotte Hornets select Larry Johnson from University of I'm not supposed to be here, man. A lot of people from where I'm from, so don't, don't make it. We're back. Welcome in to another BuzzBeat. This is Richie. Got an awesome interview lined up with Clint Parks. You may not have heard the name before, but he's a well-respected NBA trainer. He's worked with Kawhi Leonard, Kyle Kuzma. And the reason that I brought him on, he also works with Jalen McDaniels. In the interview, we're going to learn about his childhood, his upbringing, how he got into basketball, how that translated into his AAU program, and how he eventually became a one-on-one NBA skills trainer, and that's what he's doing now. I've seen some images and some videos of him working with Jalen McDaniels, so I figure I'd ask him some things about his progress over the summer. I know a lot of people really, really like Jalen McDaniels and would like for his role to be increased for the upcoming season. It's a big summer for him. He's going to be on the last year of his contract, and we'll see. We'll see how he does this year, and I would like to see what kind of improvements that Clint has been seeing out of him. So uh, this is not a a long interview by any means, but uh, I thought you guys would enjoy. So let's go ahead and jump into this thing with Clint. All right, joining us today on BuzzBeat is a well-respected basketball skills trainer, Clint Parks. Clint, we appreciate the time. How's everything going? Everything's going well. Everything's going well. Thanks for having me on. So I wanted to start with you and your childhood. Uh, Where did you grow up, and at what age did you start playing basketball? Uh, I grew up in Riverside for most of my life until high school. Sophomore year, I moved to Hawaii, uh, where my mom was from. I ended up moving with my grandma. And I think, I, I don't know, like I've been playing basketball for, I started with basketball for as long as I can remember. It had to be, I think I, I feel like I was born with a ball in my hands. My dad had me around the game and just like basketball has always kind of been like just a huge part of my life. In Hawaii, was there like a big basketball scene there? Like without any professional sports teams in Hawaii, like who do, who do people cheer for over there? I'm the home team, University of Hawaii, and basketball is not as big. It's really football and volleyball are the big sports in Hawaii and wrestling. 
so as you were playing basketball, you know, in, in California and Hawaii, was there a point in your playing career where you realized like playing professionally wasn't going to be your path? And like how immediately in your mind did you start to think of other ways that you could still be around basketball? Kind of probably came to that in high school, kind of. Um, and then got hurt in junior college, broke my fibula twice, two years in a row. So kind of like always wanted to be in basketball. So like started my AAU program, like right after I finished high school while I was in junior college. And yeah, we had AAU program. We had Kawhi Leonard and Tony Snell. So we had some pros and just like, um, just love being a part of the game and wanted to coach. And I think starting the program, just um, trying to find players without a shoe deal and being a small team, um, knew the development route was going to be, um, important, almost like a small market NBA team, you know, you got to find, you got to draft well, you got to develop well, and then cause you're not going to attract free agents. And that's how, almost, that's how it almost is being like an independent AAU program. You got to find sleepers, you got to find under the radar players, and that was what we found in Tony and Kawhi, and then um, you got to develop them up, and that's kind of like, that's always been the model, and that's, uh, that's kind of something I always took pride in, and you know, just finding players um, that have talent, have potential, and then just bringing that best out of them through working them out and pushing them to a new level. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations, Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Yeah, so you mentioned Tony Snell and, and Kawhi who came through and you had the opportunity to work with them. How, how hard is it or how easy is it to spot like NBA talent at that age? Like, did you have a clue that both of those guys were headed for the NBA? They had tools. Most importantly, I didn't, I didn't know really because I didn't like before Kawhi. I never worked with the NBA player, but I knew he uh, he had a special work ethic and a commitment um, to the game to getting better. Um, just really, just a crazy work ethic, which really has always set him apart from a lot of guys and still does to this day. And so that's that's one of the biggest things people don't talk about enough about young guys is like you gotta love, you gotta have a thirst for working. You know, like you gotta love to be in the right. gym. And then working on the right stuff. And Kawhi, I always, I always tell people, at 14 years old, he told me that he wanted to be a great player. And was just in the gym with him this morning at San Diego State. And could say 
all these years later from 2006 that, you know, he still has that same fire, that same, that same passion, that same focus to be great and to continue to get better. And that's, that's so, so unique, especially in today's game. So I'm assuming he's going to be healthy uh, to start the season, right? Yeah, he's going to be he's going to be healthy and he's going to be good to go by the he's he's going to be he's going to be 100 percent by the season or if he's not already. Right. So can you tell me how this like AAU program that you started up how that led to like where you are now? Like where how did it go from being an AAU coach to becoming more of a one on one kind of skills trainer? I just branched off. Kind of just wanted to. Um, didn't want to be the guy who coached AAU for 30 years. No disrespect to some people who look, that's their, that's their lane and that's their goal or whatever their end game. But I've always had bigger aspirations and I just love being on the court. And so it just kind of guys just seeing the work that I did with Kawhi. And then over the years that it kind of just branched off and led to like Kyle working with Kyle Kuzma and McDaniels brothers, just different guys over time, just having a name and credibility you know, like that's all this game is about is credibility at the end of the day. Like you do good work then hopefully the word, word spreads and more people hear about you. And that's kind of that's kind of what's happened with me. And it's, I've always said like basketball for me is like I, I enjoy working with kids from all levels. I'm not someone who's just like, oh, I only work with guys that are, that are professionals or I got guys that I got young kids that I train. I got high school players, college players. NBA players, overseas players, like it's just, it's basketball. I just love the game. Yeah. That was the next question I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you if you just work with like college guys and NBA guys, but it sounds like you work with guys of, of all ages. And, uh, you mentioned Kyle Kuzma, you mentioned Jalen McDaniels. We're a Hornets podcast. That's why I, I brought you on to join me today. How long have you been working with Jalen? Started working with Jalen, um, um, a lot consistently when he got to San Diego state, cause I was down here. One of my very best friends, um, he trained Jalen a lot in high school, and he was in Seattle. And so when he moved down here to San Diego State, obviously I knew Jalen when he was in high school. I spent some time in Tacoma, um, coaching at Tacoma Community College. Um, so I was familiar with him as well. And then when he came down to San Diego State, we really like started getting after it a lot, a lot, a lot. So it's been a while. It's been a few years, and been good to carry it on through his professional career as well well that's good that he he keeps coming back to you and uh he's one of those players that's slowly becoming a fan favorite here in charlotte i've always been a believer in his game just because of the little things that he does like he can get easy buckets in transition he crashes the offensive glass pretty well and defensively he's got tons of versatility I've always wondered when it comes to a player like Jalen, how much of your time as a trainer is spent on like enhancing and just building up what he already does so well versus trying to incorporate new stuff into his game? Is is it a 50-50 split? Do you lean one way or the other? That's actually a really, really good question. One of the best questions I've had been asked on a podcast because I always tell people, number one, the biggest mistake trainers can make is forgetting that coaches control playing time. Yeah. Not trainers, not not agents, not advisors, anybody. Coaches do. So you got to master what the coach wants you to. What the coach wants you to do. What's going to get you on the floor? Number first and foremost, you got to be. You got to be really, 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 really good at what the coach wants you to be good at, because ultimately that's what's going to get you on the floor. And then you go from there. You're going to expand. So we're working every day. You know, Jalen has to shoot the ball better from the corners. That's something the numbers have shown that he didn't shoot the ball, shot the ball like 38%, but from three this year, which is not bad. 
I would like them to be at above 40, 40, above 40. Right. But 30, 38 is pretty that's, – that's above serviceable. So, um, yeah, but from the corners, he's only 34. So you got to be the 38 to 40 range from the corners or the highest at the corners at least because it's the closest shot, closest NBA three. So you got to be deadly from the corners. Like you need to be really – you need to be like automatic from the corners. But I want to see him personally – um, next step for him is being able to put the ball on the ground when he drives, play through, play through contact, um, be a physical ball handler, just have better command of the ball, all those things. You know, his jumpers come a long way since he's come to the league. Wasn't a really good three, wasn't a good three point shooter in college. Didn't shoot a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was a really good mid range shooter. Obviously, some teams don't believe in the mid range in the NBA. So I think that I think so. You got to always know that. But I just think that you know, got to continue to shoot the ball well. Um, work on the all catch shoot catch and shoot from all all over the court threes wise, but just expanding what as far as expanding, just being able to put the ball on the ground better. Ball create I call it ball creativity. You know, being able to just make plays for yourself late the shot clock if you do get thrown the ball, and Terry or Mello or whoever is in a, in a weird position now. There's six seven seconds left on the shot clock. You're comfortable to go make a play, and when I say make a play is but that's either for yourself or for a teammate. So we've done a, we've done a lot of both this year, you know, obviously continuing to do what he does well. And he plays off of stars so well, he knows how to play. You know, he plays winning basketball, he plays both ends, he plays defense. And so it, for me, really, it's just the next step is being able to handle the ball. Because now if he can handle the ball, now he unlocks a whole another part of his game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that that's that was the next question I was going to ask cuz he's he's probably never going to be a high usage guy, but you know, over the course of his career and, and last year especially, it feels like he's been making some small steps with the ball in his hands. Like, what are some things that you're working on with him to, you know, make sure he's a better player with the ball? Just quick decisions and just being ball control. Just a lot of ball handling drills, a lot of move, a lot of working on moves and quick moves, just finding your game like I always it's funny you say that like if you had to guess, yeah, he's probably never going to be a high usage guy. But if you approach every offseason, every workout during the season like that, as the next Bruce Bowen. So now he's a franchise player because every day after practice, before practice, he's working on things that he's not even doing in games. But he's constantly evolving his entire skill set. Instead of just saying, well, I'm not going to be, they envision me being Bruce Bowen, so I'm just going to sit in the corner. I'm never going to work on anything else in my game. I'm not going to work on post-ups not going to work on mid-range, not going to work on pick and roll because my first two, three years in the league, all Kawhi did was sit in the corner. So if he would have just been happy with sitting in the corner and just perfected that, he would have never became a franchise player or a top 75 player all time. So am I saying that's what Jalen's going to become or could become? I'm not necessarily saying that, but nobody knows. He doesn't know. But I can tell you one thing, if you don't push yourself, then you're never going to become more than what you are now. That's a fact. Piggybacking off of that, is there a skill, you know, if you just look at his game in, in, in general, like is there a skill that most people overlook or don't give him enough credit for, you think? Um, I think it's just his ability to play, just knowing how to play with other really, knowing how to play off of stars, um, knowing how to play winning basketball, knowing when to make the right play, knowing when to make the right pass, the next pass, you know, just, he's just the small things. Like, so many guys don't know how to play. A lot of people talk about this. There's a lot of good players in the NBA, but there's a lot of guys in the NBA that are talented that don't know how to play winning basketball. He knows how to play winning basketball. You watch him and his brother both play. They both play winning basketball. They know how to play. Um, the ball moves when they're on the floor. They're going to they're gonna step over. They're going to compete defensively. I think that's something that, you know, 
a lot of people don't value unless you value, I mean, winning and unless you value winning plays, which some people do, some people don't. All right, before we get you out of here, last question I've got for you. Um, does Jalen talk about his time here in Charlotte with the Hornets? And if so, like, what does he say about the organization and getting to play with some of the up-and-coming players like LaMelo and, and Miles? Uh, he loves it. He loves Charlotte. He loves the organization. Um, he's extremely thankful for the opportunity that he's been given. Um, as a 50-second pick, you know, it's rare. Sometimes those picks don't even make it into the league, mm-hmm. let alone um, the opportunity that Coach Borrego gave him the past three years um, was, was big time, and he understands that. He's extremely thankful for that because without that Coach Borrego's belief in him, like he wouldn't be heading into year four as somebody who's going to be on the roster and have a chance to um, compete for a, a major role on this team moving forward. So, yeah, he's, he's excited, and he loves – obviously, he's really close with his teammates. Um, he's been here with Terry and Miles and, and obviously Caleb. Um, Cody, I mean, Caleb's gone now, but came in with Caleb and Cody, spent a lot of time in the G League with those guys, and, and so he's, yeah, he's kind of he, he's kind of settled in, and Charlotte's home for him now, and hopefully it continues to be that um, moving forward. All right, Clint, we appreciate your time, we appreciate your insight, and I, I know you're a busy man, so I'll, get, I'll let you get back to whatever you were doing, but uh, have a good one, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Go Hornets. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.